following program may contain coarse language, suggested dialogue, and discussion of violent imagery and sexual situations. It is intended for mature listeners who can tell the difference between facts and opinions. Welcome to the Tsunami Faithful Podcast, sponsored by AkaiCon, August 26th through 28th at the Sheraton City Music Hotel in Nashville, Tennessee. Go to AkaiCon.com now for more information and find out how you can get tickets. The Tsunami Faithful Podcast starts now. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Toonami Faithful Podcast. I am your host, Sketch, and with me I have... Paul Pascrillo, the founder of ToonamiFaithful.com. And... Your wonderful data monkey, Cole Burr. And... Editorial writer for ToonamiFaithful.com, CJ Maffers. Well, gentlemen, how are you doing? It's hot. Sketch, I actually do get to do a podcast with you. Holy shit. I know, man! It's been like, what? It, I think the last one that had us both on at the same time was the was the live show, right? I think yes, so. Sir. Maybe Sketch can keep Paul from saying too many cusses this time. Yeah. <laughs> uh, by the way, Paul, fuck you, you dense ass motherfucker. <laughs> and away we go, ladies and gentlemen. My life has sucked wait, so wait, far, wait. but that's an entirely different story. Wait, wait, is this is this you doing all the the swearing this time? No. Because you see, even though I actually don't have a problem with saying such language, I consider it unprofessional to do so on a podcast. So I don't. Because you don't have to. Something I wish my co-hosts would, you know, agree with, but... Wait, wait, wait. Last time was not me. (laughs) It was kind of equally UN, Jim. Which, by the way, I completely understand why Jim wouldn't want to try to bleep all of those, because holy crap. (laughs) (laughs) There's a reason why I called that episode all the we could give. <laughs> I've been saving uh, that one. Uh, I'm, I'm saving sorry. that one for if I ever got to breaking point and just couldn't deal with editing the swears. But since Jim beat me to the punch, I thought, eh, I may as well just use it then. How long did it take uh, for you to just say, screw it? Was it like 10 minutes, five minutes, <laughs> three minutes into the podcast? You're like, well, nope, can't do this. <laughs> no, he was editing that one. Oh, he was. <laughs> I've always just powered through it, man. <laughs> I, I feel like you would have sent an angry email to all of us and just been like, why? Why? <laughs> yeah, I, oh, I no, 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 would no, have. No. no, no, no. That would have been an angry text to me. You son of a bitch. Shoot <laughs> you in the face and throw your dead carcass over a side a river, whatever. I don't know. What, whatever's out there in... Something along those lines, yes. <laughs> so, I missed you, Sketch. I missed you too, Paul. It's been it's been too long. We haven't been on a show together since the live show, and it's I kind of missed you a little bit. A little bit. <laughs> Fuck you. For all the listeners out there, they're probably hugging each other right now. <laughs> oh, oh, we're doing much more than hugging. Oh, oh. Is this the Tsunami hey, hey, Faithful hey, Podcast After hey, Dark? Hey, Darrell's not here. <laughs> yeah, Darrell's not here to keep you away from Bay. <laughs> oh, to keep you at bay from Bay. Oh, nice. Exactly. Yes, yes, I know. So there will be there will be lots of touching tonight. Sorry, Darrell. Fuck you. <laughs> no, no, there isn't. Now, would you please stop <laughs> saying that word so much? <laughs> oh no, I just said it once. Oh no. Wait, should we start a count? Uh, I already did it. We're at uh, two. People lose <laughs> count way too quick. 
Still not as bad as an episode of Black Lagoon, I suppose. That's very true, yeah. <laughs> well, well, gentlemen, we have a lot to talk about because, well, let's face it, there's been a lot of news, one of which blew up Twitter, which we'll talk about here in a little bit. But first, I believe we have a recap to get to, don't we? Yes, we have the third episode of Gundam Iron-Blooded Orphans. That starts right now. Gundam Iron-Blooded Orphans, Episode 3, Glorious Demise. The third core sit down to a hot meal prepared by Atra, Cookie, Cracker, and Kudelia. Atra tells Yuki Nojo that Mikazuki seems down, but the old man admits that he doesn't notice the difference. She then asks him to do her a favor because she needs to get going right away. Doesn't want to keep her boss waiting. The third corps feed the first corps soldiers sedatives with their dinner and later return to tie them up. Orga tells the first corps that they're a bunch of cowards and that their comrades' blood is on their hands. When Commander Hayata gets uppity, Mika shoots him point blank. Orga offers the men the choice to either leave or work for them. Another soldier tries to retaliate and Mika shoots him as well. Another member of the First Corps speaks up, asking if he could leave, but Biscuit recognizes him as Dexter Kulastor, the accounting manager of CGS, and tells him that he needs to stay for a while. Eugene is infuriated that Orga gave severance pay to the First Corps soldiers that have left, and sees that some young Third Corps soldiers are also leaving. Orga explains that he wants to... He wants the group to have a good reputation. I don't know how that's possible when you just cold cap two guys. <laughs> no one knows about what happened. That's true. Got severance pay. It's not like they're going to say anything. Okay, I mean... Well, they might say something, but they'll probably be too embarrassed to. <laughs> well, either that or, or no one would believe them. So he gives the money to the men who leave, feeling that it's only right that they get their severance pay because they, you know, they did their job. And they don't want to be taking on any shady jobs. They want to be on the up and up. Toto, which is a scraggly, pot-bellied character with an unfortunate character design, he drops in asking the boys not to fight, exclaiming that he's going to stay on, seemingly to everyone's chagrin. Later, while looking for Mikazuki, Orga bumps into Kadelia. She starts talking about Mikazuki and how amazing he is. She's astonished to learn that it was only Mika's first time piloting the Barbatos. She confides in Orga that she's not sure if she can keep fighting because more lives will be lost in the process, but Orga rebukes her much like Mikazuki did in the previous episode. After talking to Dexter about their financial situation, it's clear that the group won't be able to operate for much longer if they can't find any work. Toto suggests, slimy guy that he is, that they solve their money troubles by negotiating a deal with Gallerhorn for Cadelia, and Eugene actually endorses the idea, but they're interrupted by the return of Lieutenant Crank. Crank issues a challenge. His prize will be Cadelia and the Greys that was captured during Gallerhorn's previous assault on the base, but he swears once that business is dealt with, the conflict between Gallerhorn and CCGS will be resolved. 
Yuki Nojo notes that before the Calamity War, most disputes were actually settled by two men battling it out, but he never thought he'd see anybody actually try to do it. Kudelia offers herself to prevent another needless battle, but Orga asks Mika if he would accept the challenge, and Mika agrees. Kudelia learns more about the Alea Vinyana system from Orga. He tells her that he and Mika, along with eight other kids, were implanted with the system, and it didn't work on four of them, who are most likely still hospitalized or dead. Mika has actually had the surgery three times, but always of his own volition. During the battle, Crank tells Mikazuki that he never wanted to see innocent children victimized, but Mika rebukes Crank, telling him that he's already killed so many of his comrades. As they battle, Kudelia is inspired by Mika to keep fighting her own way, and Orga decides on a new name for the company, Tekadan, an iron flower that never wilts or dies. Mika tells Crank that he was never a victim, but right now Crank is standing in his way. Mika overpowers Crank, who is ashamed that he lost to such a young soldier, but explains that if he returns empty-handed, his men would suffer the consequences. He also admits that he can't bring himself to kill himself, and before he can even finish asking Mika to kill him, Mika grants him his dying wish by shooting him. Feelings are mixed regarding the outcome of the battle, as many of the soldiers are thrilled that Mika has won, and others worry what Gallarhorn will do in response. Kudelia offers to remain to the remains of the CGS, a job to take her back to Earth, promising financial backing from Noblest Gordon, some old man with a lot of money. Orga thanks her for keeping them employed and declares that their group will now be known as Tekadan. This, too, is met with mixed reactions. For those of you who are just waking up, the recap is now over. I was about to say, if you missed it, just ask Sketch. He will give you all the details. That was very well done. All right, Too Long didn't listen. Uh, there was a mutiny. Uh, the kids are now in charge. They kicked out most of the adults, killed anyone who wouldn't go along with it. Uh, they fought Crank again because he came back. All he wanted was Cadelia and the Greys. I guess that, I think that's a mobile suit from the uh, previous battle. And he loses... Mika wins, and Cordelia's all like, I'm going to keep fighting through politics. Let's see how well yeah. that Yeah. By the way, Mika is like a fucking, what is it? Like assassin or something. Like he, not he, even... has, he has no emotion. Yeah, that makes yeah. me laugh about that character. Hey, Mika, like, yep, we're okay. It's like, wow. Like, he, he doesn't even have this emotion. He clearly was angry when he was fighting Crank. But... Um, Gundam Wing reference here? Who, who, did, who, who is he acting like? You know. Eh, a bit like Hero. Yeah. Exactly. Like, this this guy is, like, <laughs> the exact, like, incarnation of him, it, I feel like. At least in the beginning. Because, like, like he's just like, oh, you're still talking? Die. <laughs> I don't like, know what okay. I'm supposed to do. Someone give me an order. Shoot this guy. Okie dokie. <laughs> Yeah, oh my god, I, I I laughed so many times at that episode because of Mikazuki. It's just like, my god, you have the you 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 have a charisma score of eight and an intelligence of six. Sometimes you have no clue what you're doing with that orga. <laughs> Pretty much. It's just, I I mean, it it's just hilarious because it's like, oh, you, you you know, I can't choose to kill myself, and I would really appreciate it. Bang! Jesus, kid, a guy didn't even finish the sentence. No, he, he didn't need to. <laughs> That's child soldiers for you, though. I mean, oh man, he's—that's he, all they probably know how to do. 
which is understandable for the politics. It, it, it's oh, just yeah. like some sometimes they frame those situations where it's just like Mika Mikazuki is just like a freaking dumbass. It's like I have absolutely no social so social attack whatsoever, and even freaking um, Kudel mm. uh, is in the same sense of the opposite direction. I've been so pampered. I don't know what the hell I'm even doing here. That was oh, so joy. cute. And she got have... embarrassed about her cooking. Oh, <laughs> it's yeah. okay. I like the big chunks. They fill you up more. Better. It's just like <laughs> yes, because this is exactly how the situation should go. One has no idea what they're doing. The other has no idea how to act. No, I remember. I remember flirting in high school. <laughs> yeah. Even have called it's that flirting. That was trying to cover up her own mistakes, and the other not even realizing it. <laughs> and Atcher from the sidelines is like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's my bae. Darrell <laughs> oh had an amusing uh, commentary that he tweeted out that uh, Mika took a nice long sniff of his uh, uh, bracelet that he got from Atra, his bae. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, the scent of a woman. Now I am ready for battle. <laughs> that is only so Darrell. Long. I'm so glad Darrell caught that. <laughs> I didn't even realize what it was because I, 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 I was like, what was that? Oh, that's right. That was the gift he gave. The one girl gave him. That was right. I'm like, why is he smelling it? Whatever. I mean, we're, we're going into the really good action scenes now. So Dude, he's I'm going to let that completely slide. He's not good at picking up girls. So why not smell something that a girl gave you? Yeah, this is uh, not creepy at all, Mika. Yeah, I was about to yeah. say. <laughs> but I think Atcher would actually find that endearing. So... <laughs> Do not try this at home or in your next social gathering. <laughs> like, so, Mika, do you like that gift I gave you? Yes, I smell it every day. What? What? <laughs> That's adorable. <laughs> and it really, is. really creepy. And and keep in mind, it's a child soldier. So that, that says a lot of wrong messages. <laughs> you can it all can leave except be- for you because we need you because we don't know how to do the books. <laughs> <laughs> Bummer for that guy, voiced by uh, the director, Chris Kaysen. <laughs> Dexter. But uh, this episode was kind of funny for me because I wasn't able to catch it when it aired first, so I recorded it. And I'm over at my dad's house to celebrate Father's Day, so I'm like, hey, why don't we watch it? He's like, whatever. All of a sudden, he sees Mika just pop two people. He's like, what the hell? Are I thought this was a cartoon! Guys? Yeah, he's like, are these? I thought these were the good guys. And I was like, honestly, this whole series is gray. <laughs> there's no, I mean, depending on your perspective, there's no real good guys. Yeah, there really isn't good guys. I mean, it's... you might want to look at Kudelia as a good person because she's like, oh, I'm going to try to do this. Let's go. She has but... good intentions. Yeah. But it. It. There are good intentions all around. But no, he was just like surprised with the gun charge. He's like, whoa, what, the... what just happened? <laughs> Uh, you just saw what is probably a 13, 12, 13-year-old kid shoot a guy in the head. Yeah. Yep. And didn't even flinch. No, not at all. That was actually really fun listening to, especially with uh, Johnny being Orga. It was very rewarding listening to that in English. Yeah, Johnny's doing a great job as Orga. I agree. As he's got the like, he's got the bravado and the subtleties of the character down pr- pretty well after three, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. That whole uh, conversation that he had with the first core was just like, oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
But he's certainly, like, I, I'm interested how we go forward with him leading this new uh, group that they formed. Tekken is how it's pronounced, I believe you said, Sketch? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'm very intrigued to see how they're able to stay in business and how he's able to lead these child soldiers to hopefully, you know, succeed with the mission that they've been given. Yeah, I forgot that they actually mentioned that. Uh, I mean, I forgot because I've seen this show before. So I forgot that in the episode, they actually mentioned how long they could continue operating, which is about three months, which explains how they can manage to operate for the remainder of this show without running out of money, I guess. <laughs> I was about to say, that sounds like my college tuition right there. <laughs> like it was like oh look at that we got a ton of money well if i subtract all of these things ah uh... i know yeah. isn't business fun <laughs> welcome to business kids <laughs> you don't actually get to keep that <laughs> yeah of course that douchebag maruba took a ton of the money yeah i know what, what would you expect you know adults are douchebags at least in this show yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Most adults. Yeah. Most adults. Uh, right, I you, don't, if you don't like Toto already. You, you're going to like him a lot less. <laughs> he is he is a shifty, shifty guy. You always have to have the foil character. Yeah, I suppose so. <laughs> I feel like that's essential with Gundam. A little bit. I can't think of a character who's quite like him in other... Gundam series that well, I just meant a foil in general, not like uh, not exactly yeah. like him. Yeah, I mean, here we go. Toto is Tampa. <laughs> yeah, that's how I was thinking. It's like, yep, he's just there. To, he's only out for himself and doesn't really care. You really don't like Tampa. Oh my word. <laughs> Why wouldn't anybody like Tampa? <laughs> he's a good villain. Eh. <laughs> The thing comes down to this. He's a dull villain, actually. You don't have to like him as a character, but you can appreciate the fact that the way he's set up as a pseudo-villain works within the context of the show. Yeah. Uh, he's a constant we, foil, which, yeah. which works to give more tension, though I feel like the Hunter exam by itself has enough tension as it is. <laughs> Yeah, but you, don't you know who else? I, if I over. if I had to say a character that I haven't liked, and it's more on the character, not like any acting or nothing like that, it's uh, Eugene. I think the bl the one that Bryce is voicing. Yeah, yeah, Bryce's character is kind of a jerk. <laughs> exactly, that's who I would be like. What are you doing, guy? You're just saying no because you're not calling the shots. Let let's let's just call it as it is. Pretty much. And I hate that. I absolutely like it's great for a character because you're going to get a reaction out of me, which is what people I mean, what the creators want. You want to be able to have this have a lot of mixed feelings and, that come out for the show because it shows that you're passionate and that you're watching that you care. Eugene does that for me. I'm just like, oh, God, I hate this. <laughs> that little punk. <laughs> that pretty boy blonde right there. <laughs> we all know Orga is better. Uh, any other thoughts, gentlemen? I still, I, I'm having a hard time decide which themes uh, or opening I've enjoyed more, whether it be Genesis from Dimension W or Raise Your Flag from uh, this. Ooh, Raise your flag. <sighs> yeah, I gotta give it to Raise Your Flag. Really? I'm. Uh, so no, I don't know. Like, I'm kind of in between on this one and Dead Man Wonderland's intro. I mean, that's good too, but it, it, I, I put you going across it. all of them. I would, if, it, yeah, that, that, that's a tough one. Yeah. Like, Honestly, well, if I'm not I had to say that, it's I my favorite it opening that ever played on Toonami, but like currently, it's one of my favorites. 
I just I just really really liked uh, Genesis and uh, and now Raise Your Flag. They both sound phenomenal. Genesis is really good driving music. <laughs> yes, it is. Oh, I'm sure as I come back from work, my neighbors are sick of hearing it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that and, uh, it's, that and uh, Parasite OS. Uh, that Japanese music again. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, after I watched a uh, Parasite sub uh, when it was simulcasting on Crunchyroll, I'm like, I need to find Uh-oh. this. <laughs> YouTube was my friend. I'm playing that entire playlist on YouTube, just driving back, and you just hear uh, the the song that we used for the yeah the cussing for uh, the I am song, and it's just like I'm sure they're sick of this. This has been three months now. Uh, and that's CJ corrupted. torments his neighbors. We have corrupted you. Oh, just say oh. it right now. <laughs> I, I've interrupted, or my neighbors probably think people die over here with how loud I have Toonami going with all the killing that's been on the block. Oof. Especially <laughs> the realistic ones. Yes, yes, please. Yeah, um, we think our neighbor is killing people. It's okay, it's okay. He's an otaku. <laughs> <laughs> no, officer, no officer really i'm otaku that, that that gives me the excuse right get in the car it's <laughs> <laughs> like did you just say you're a taco <laughs> i plead insanity officer exactly that's the same thing where it's like if i ever cosplay and i'm driving late at night it's just like what i, I was going to a convention officer i don't know about that bank robbery <laughs> what are you talking Slowly about rolling off the rails the comedian bad. He is much too stupid to be stupid. He must be a genius. <laughs> Muppets most uh, wanted. It's amusing. I I have a after the podcast. I do have a funny story that involves playing anime very loud for their neighbors to hear because it involves a a very inappropriate show. <laughs> Not a hentai, but uh, uh, close uh, to. It probably can, it, it probably involves hentai. No, no, no. It's disappointed uh, Darrell thoroughly. It was uh, the show I uh, want to be the strongest in the world, the wrestling. Oh gosh, <laughs> it may well be. <laughs> it was. Well, I'll tell the story now, where it's just the Amazon review was like, I made the mistake of playing this at three p.m. afternoon with my windows open. Now everyone thinks I watch kinky porn in the afternoon. <laughs> probably a bad idea. <laughs> Okay. Um, exactly. All right, moving on. Moving on to the Twitter stuff for uh, Gundam. Mm. Gundam was great. People, people enjoy it. So, Paul, <laughs> what are your thoughts Aren't on the third what? episode? How how are you feeling about this Gundam so far? Oh, you had listened to episode one, didn't you? <laughs> when I talked about episode one, didn't you? I did. Um, I, I would say now that I've gone through three episodes, I'm I'm I am uh I can watch this series. I was, He's all in. I was kind of concerned, like, after the first episode, I was like, uh, so you want to explain some things to me? Yeah, it's, uh, it's a, well, they never it's a lot to take in the first episode. first episode. Unless, like, you're really short or they want to push through the obvious crap quickly. Well, and then, and then it seems, you know, then they, they obviously explained it, so, you know, I'm, I'm good now. Thank God. Good. Lot, lot confirmed, we're free I to think move you on. I would enjoy the mecha battle at the end of this one. Oh, I did. I enjoyed it thoroughly. But there are some great battles in this show. I, I hate to say this though, like I keep seeing like all these uh, Gundam series showing up on the Gundam portal, and I'm like, oh, but we're gonna have this for so long. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm like, doesn't mean they on. can't they can't look at it later. Yeah, but like I, I want like a freshly dubbed Gundam. I I, I wouldn't mind two at the same time. 
It's not yeah, going to happen. That, what's that Gundam series that's like they're doing previews in English? Thunderbolt? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah Thunderbolt's an OVA series. And it is dubbed. So, so that's, uh, that's a possibility, I suppose. I mean, I doubt it. But, Paul, if you need more Gundam, just watch those. Yeah. But I want it on Tsunami. Well, they can't, they can't really have more than one at a time. I know. I know. But still. <laughs> Some would agree with you it would have been better if they played Thunderbolt before, at, at least before playing this one. Because it's it's short. It's not much of a commitment. <laughs> but, uh, well, this was the one that got the big push. So, uh, Gee, thanks to, I feel like, all of us on the podcast. <laughs> and several million people watching Konami. Yes. Or hundreds of thousands. No, it was just us on the podcast. <laughs> modesty, Paul. Modesty. No, no modesty. Well, no, the reason why it's on Toonami is because they knocked on Sunrise's door and said, can we have Gundam, please? Can we Can we have Gundam now? Thank you. Thank you. No, I, I, no, 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 no. no. Wait, I can wait, just wait, see wait. Jason and Kill standing out there with a little bag. We have Gundam, please? <laughs> no, it was, probably, it was probably Jason and Gil going to, like, whoever they have to at Turner and being like... What do you want? Money. Why? Oh, no, 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 no. We need that to go was to phase one. We want Gundam. <laughs> that was phase one. Then when they got the money, they'll actually fly out there. Then they bring the paper bag and go to Sunrise's door asking, can we have Gundam, please? Here's a big bag of money. Can we have Gundam, please? <laughs> <laughs> Cold, I did want to ask you a question. Uh, I know we're only two weeks in. I don't believe uh, week three's ratings have come out yet, but how's it looking by uh, your eye so far? Pretty, pretty much what you expected? Uh, for ratings wise, and I would honestly argue the push up has overall been a bad idea, but that's only because it's I a bit don't... too early to say that. Yeah, and, and, and yeah I'll, I'll admit that because there was a tweet that came out that I did a little talking on where it was like, you know, the, the tsunami ratings are, are stable. And it's a good thing. I'm like, well, yeah, it's good that they're stable. But if you look at what Family Guy was doing before, we're getting about the same rings as we usually do. If we'd have had Family Guide 1130, we'd be pushing the extra, all that extra back to the later hours of the block, which would help it also more. Now, that depends on whether or not they actually care about that late night. And it comes down to, well, if they don't care about the loss of 1130, then they'll probably keep it there. It depends. Like Jason said, it's an experiment. I just meant more with like Gundam hasn't been performing as well as you would think. Definitely and... not as well as Paul thought. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, in its time slot, I could figure yeah. it would be getting a little I mean, more, I mean, like I... maybe 1.2, but I'll just hold this one second, Paul. I would honestly say it's doing as well as it probably can be at this point. I would honestly argue if it was at 12.30, it'd be doing about the same and be doing a little bit better. Right. Okay. Honestly, well, it's about the same. If, if I can add to this, like, what I've noticed is, and I'm sure Colt will agree with me, like, it just seems like they shifted up the block. And the ratings shifted with those shows. Yeah, exactly what happened. And and it's like, and, and I don't mean like, okay, where DBZ was, Gundam's doing DBZ ratings. No, no, no. I'm meaning where DBZ was doing 1.3 million uh, total viewers, it's still doing 1.3 yeah. total viewers at yeah. 11.30. So, exactly. I mean, I'm not, like, I'm not, like, worried about anything because i feel like if they moved it up to 11:30 it wasn't just because they were like oh we're going to experiment i think it was more or less because of gundam um i think that was 
more or less why they did it. So that way, you know, when Sunrise saw that, they would be like, oh, yeah, this is oh, they like us so we can give them more Gundam or something. I don't know. I I could I might see that being the case. But even then, it's like they really would have had to have been like, OK, we know we're going to eat 1130. Right. Uh, well, or, or, or they were thinking, well, maybe there might be a bit of a boost. And it's like, well, if it was, people don't seem to realize it or no one really noticed because you still have the 1.6 dropping to a 3.3, whereas if you had the family guy, there would have been about 1.5. So, I mean, I whatever happens, happens at this point. I see it going back with that main. Well, I mean, I, I don't see... I don't see it going anywhere just yet. I, I don't think that. Honestly, I, I think the reason they did this was for Samurai Jack. Yeah. I so think they, and this is the thing, they didn't give very much notice that this was happening and people are still kind of catching up to that. So yeah, it potentially will start doing better in the weeks to come, but then, the reason- then we're probably going to have a week off because of, Fourth of July, July fourth, it's all gonna dump again. Depends on what they air. I'm figuring Hunter Hunter. I'm hoping. Uh, There's no episode that no they could do Hunter. <laughs> I, it, it, if they actually did a ship in a marathon, I'd be impressed. Um, I, I would say, you know, really, I think that just the move up was to not only move Toonami earlier to try to get higher ratings, but I also think, yeah, it has to do with Samurai Jack. Um, which still makes the, you know, begs the question, are they going to try to get 11 o'clock if that ends up happening? Which, if One Punch Man, and we'll talk about this a little bit later, you know, comes into the equation here in the next couple weeks, you know, um, we may, we, we may, we may just play it like 1230. It may play at 12 and Gundam gets moved back. You know, I don't know. I would say that, you know, I would say whatever's going to happen. It depends on when Champlo ends. Because I figure right. One Punch Man comes, it's going to be yeah. Champlo. And, and, and it's going to be interesting to see if they keep uh, Dragon Ball Z commanding the, the, the lead of the block. Because, oh. I mean, don't get me wrong. I, I don't have a problem with that. But, I mean, Samurai Jack, I think, kind of warrants... No, I'm sure back. Samurai Jack will be the first show on the block well, when it oh, yeah. given arrives. Given recent news about it with Jack, though, which we'll talk about later, I have my own theories, but... We probably should get to the Twitter stuff and yeah. No, no, you on. didn't let me finish my thought. So oh, finish your thought, and then we'll move on. Okay, thank you. I think they generally had the idea that because when and you know it's always the case that programming's like okay now you can have these hours and then Toonami's like what oh okay I guess we need to let people know. So I'm sure in this case they were thinking they wanted to make this move before Samurai Jack started airing. So that when Samurai Jack starts airing, they don't catch people by surprise by an earlier start time. Because what's going to matter more, the premiere of Gundam doing well or that premiere of Samurai Jack doing well? Yeah. Um, I think Samurai Jack is going to be a, a higher priority there. Even though wow. it's it's going to be a limited run, as far as we know. And, and I agree. I, I really do agree. I'm... And we'll, we'll get into Samurai Jack. Yeah, that's that's coming well, up. With about and, I, and, I'll, and I'll reserve all that stuff. At any rate, it's way too early to be concerned with uh, the direction the ratings have gone. I mean, no, they, no, no, yeah. they've been stable, which I suppose that's all you can really ask. 
Right. Just, I was just hoping as it much wasn't as we like may not want to admit it, that eleven thirty Family Guy really draws viewers to Toonami. So mm-hmm. having even the same two Family Guy, and you know it's weird because on Sunday they have a ten o'clock hour Family Guy that does really well, and then yes. everything after it can be fine. So I think people are just getting used to the change, and once they do, then those Family Guy episodes will start doing better. Because there isn't, like, really heavy competition right now. Whereas in the prior months, there actually was heavy competition in those hours. I tweeted this out, too, how Toonami's lucky the NBA Finals didn't land on a Saturday at all. Like, that would would just be really hard for Toonami to get much traction compared to that. But no, I would... I know Colt takes a close eye with the rating, so I was wondering how uh, Gundam was doing because I haven't as close been paying as my attention. Eye can, well, as close as my eye can get with the with the information that we get, it's it's fine. I mean, I would. Argue, all right, I, people were expecting Gundam to do amazing because people have been clamoring I, for Gundam, but yeah, I, I, I realistically, would have Gundam isn't that popular. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> it's not. It's it's a it's a niche thing. I, I again, it's it's doing fine. I would have given the push up. I'd have liked to have seen it do a little better, but I'm not inherently surprised that it stayed the same. At least it's staying the same. It's holding from DBZ Kai about as well as anything else has. Yeah, basically. And you can't either way expect more than that. Well, we could probably expect a couple of Twitter stuff because we probably milked this Gundam thing for as long as we possibly could have, and we have a lot more news to talk about, anyways. Yes. So, uh, real quick, the Gundam Talkbacks, and Craig writes in, I didn't realize Orga's background is in the Somalian pirates of the Captain Phillips movie. I am the captain now. Never saw that. Good reference. <laughs> Benjamin Pajon writes in, Mika is the best. No long speeches, no thinking about what he is about to do, Right, if it's right or wrong, he just does what needs to be done. Which can sometimes be very, very awkward. <laughs> Yeah, but it's because most Gundam protagonists are really moody. (laughs) (laughs) They're like constantly angsting over every little thing. So to have a character that's kind of the polar opposite of that is intriguing. It's at least a little bit refreshing if it's not a little what's wrong with this guy? And similarly, Inuyasha-san87 writes in, Mika pulls the trigger with no hesitation. That's what you call a badass. I said more cold-blooded, but that was me. I don't think he's cold-blooded so much as he just does what needs to be done. He's trained. <laughs> he's I'll trained find it up. Up. But there are still moments where it, it, it's just like, um, okay, that just <laughs> happened. Nobody ring a bell around me, Kazuki. <laughs> Darn you, Pavlov! <laughs> that, 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 that's basically what the character is with Orga. It, 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 it's like, what do you want me to do? Do this. Okay. And just like, a, a, a part of me sits there and just hopes with this series. And I'll keep this one short. He gets left alone. No one tells him what to do. I'd love to see what that kid does. Hmm. That's an interesting thought. Because, I mean, even... Because a popular comparison is uh, the dynamic of Simone and Kamina to the dynamic of Orga and Mika. And well, I'm going to reserve you know, judgment Simone, until it's over, but 
Simone, Simone. Uh, Ooh, like he went good, along man. with what Kamina would suggest, but he he didn't just do whatever Kamina said. He thought about he had yeah he had a conscience. He had a conscience, and he was kind of a scaredy cat <laughs> initially. Suki's just like what whatever. Oh, kill the- <laughs> yeah okay, I'll, I'll kill the guy. Bap bap. It's like I don't know whether I should be afraid of him or something else. I just. I'm going to be behind you guys. No, be afraid of Orga, because he's the one who'll tell them, shoot them. Shoot them all. Yeah. True. True. Don't mess with Orga. He's the one holding the... Yeah, he, he, he's the one holding the leash at that point, but... Uh. Don't give the Gundam any more weapons, either. Oh, jeez. How <laughs> <laughs> did you mention that? <laughs> the Barbatos does actually use a range of different kinds of weapons throughout the series. Oh, joy. This is going to be like carnage. <laughs> yeah. Uh, at one point, Mika just picks up something that's not really a weapon and goes, this will work. <laughs> Improvised weapon fee. You don't take the improv penalties. <laughs> D&D joke, ladies and gentlemen. Moving on. And Joshua Knighton writes in, the new name is Tekadin. Well, it doesn't have quite the cool factor that Gecko State does, but I guess it'll work. Yeah, I would say once you get the explanation of what the word means, it's actually pretty cool. Yeah, it is kind of cool. Gecko State was just like a, a, a name, but yeah. Tekkenin, it's like, there's yeah. a lot of potential with it. Also, I thought it was interesting that Kudelio's like, so like uh, an iron fire? No, an iron flower. No, wait, 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 let me explain. <laughs> <laughs> it's not as lame as it sounds. <laughs> no, it's it. that's cool, A. A flower that never wilts or dies. Beauty and strength. Although, mm-hmm. in this situation, the bees have a whole... How much rust will be on that flower by the time this is over with is a good question. Ooh, yeah. Uh... And other twits coming from Toonami peoples. Yes. Regarding the other things that aired on Toonami this week, among which was a preview for the sequel to Independence Day. I didn't that know no one asked that, for that stuff. I don't think that stuff plays on the stream. No, it no, didn't. no, actually, no, no, no. The, the game review did because I was watching it today when I updated uh, what was going to play on the stream this week. Um, the movie preview did. I don't think the movie preview. No, did. no, movie, no, no. Preview, movie preview did not play because I watched it all on Sunday and it did not play. I didn't even realize it was there. Yeah. Probably there was probably some, um, deal agreement where they couldn't put it on the stream or it was too expensive. I think so. That that and if I think about it, it would have been classified as a commercial and to my knowledge they don't even do commercials on the stream, so they do. Well, it's rare that I've ever seen. There's a game review too. Yes, yes, I was getting to that, yeah. I actually I'm actually gonna post that up today. Um not a game what? that I'd probably play because I'd get annoyed, but you know oh, it seemed like an intriguing concept. Completionist yes. me love. If I had money, I might. What's the name get it. of that game? Sto- uh, stories. Yes. What was called? Just stories. Well, no. Uh, there's, there's, there's a, a subtitle. subtitle. Oh, okay. Uh, Moving on. Regarding the other programming on Tsunami this week, Benjamin Pageon writes in. Come on, eighteen. Cell just wants you inside him. <laughs> I mean, come on. I mean, you're. Your brothers, there's nothing. Oh, that makes it worse. <laughs> Way to go, Scott. 
And then he's talking through the voice of 17. Come on, 18. The water's fine. (laughs) Krillin, you lucky bastard. SJ Zweber writes in, Someone needs to tell Karapika that the way he reacts to seeing spiders is the same way we all do. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. I usually back away and then get bug spray and try and suffocate it. I just like the fact that we now finally get a little glimpse of the Phantom Troop. Oh, man. You guys are going to be in for a treat when that comes up. How, how many months? Or years? Um, it's I mean, I mean, it'll only... it'll it, The show itself will only be on for three years, so, I mean, it's not that long. <laughs> really? <laughs> I love the show, so I mean, to me, it's going to be like nothing. <laughs> no, no, that that's fine. I've already said my piece on that. I just, it's just like, uh, okay, <laughs> moving on. <laughs> it's a good arc. I'll, I'll just say, I'll just put it that way. I'm teasing I'm, a future arc that it will be very interesting and intense. I'm enjoying the show as it is, and I'm quite surprised at some of the ways they resolve the conflict. I mean, going and putting the candle down and going, oh, this will work. I, now the way we can't blow it out, run, blows it out. Just like, I'm sorry that it was so part. simple too. I'm like, yeah. why? Didn't think that so like this, it, this it, and again it it, it it it's a way to resolve the plot that you normally wouldn't expect and that's why i like it because it it's like you know at, at least the writer's actively thinking of ways that you know make sense okay well now that it's this slow the, the wind won't take it out and just like wow go and just troll that poor bastard it's even it's he even did. funnier too where this guy's like thinking how to sabotage all the candles he's like thinking it out getting his plan ready and gone just solved it in the simplest way just because he's so like kind-hearted you know all i gotta do is blow it out <laughs> you didn't say we couldn't darn i knew i should have said we couldn't blow out the candle <laughs> it's just like uh Karapka's opponent is like oh wait we can't use weapons thank god i thought of that <laughs> that was just oh uh, boy i feel like that was a miss on the voice direction it was i mean i know yes, hunter I... hunter is kind of cartoony but i haven't heard that guy's voice in japanese but oh it... do you want to know who it is Huh, it's the I same know guy I... who does Frankie in One Piece. Really? Huh. That guy was the same. Uh, the, vo- who the Japanese voice actor for Frankie was the deformed uh, fraud person in Hunter Hunter. Oh, no wonder people I were went... like, it should have been Patrick Seitz. Well, there you go. But it was so funny when I heard that, where I was just like, when I was watching it subbed, me and my brother were like, oh my God, it's Frankie. Because Frankie, I mean, no offense to, to Patrick at all, but the Japanese voice actor for uh, Frankie is just hilarious with that character. Oh, yes. He's fantastic. Patrick does a wonderful job, too, with, with Frankie, with his uh, catchphrases and all of his uh, idiosyncrasies. But uh, oh, Both equally. Yeah. Yeah. So, I don't know. I don't want to blame the actor himself, who was Bill Rogers, who is, interestingly enough, a New York-based actor. I know Rachel Lillis was in as Mito, and I thought that maybe that was because maybe she moved to L.A., but I'm pretty sure Bill Rogers is still in New York, voicing on Pokemon and other things. So that's interesting. They're you got one for the kids and one for the adults. <laughs> well, yeah, that voice was ridiculous, <laughs> which I <laughs> guess works, but it kind of took me out of the moment how silly his voice sounded. And but I then you got to have uh, not a, Karapika not a great his direction choice. <laughs> yeah, and then Karapika beat the crap out of that dude. So you must have felt at least a little better. If only it was Tompa, huh? If only it was Tompa. 
that, that was a plot-centric beat, Dan. I was just waiting for it. Hi, I, I'm I'm with this one group. Um, you're you're pressing the wrong button. Stop pressing the wrong. Boom. Okay, that we all saw that one coming. Yes, on that topic, Benjamin Padjohn wrote in. He hit the Phantom Troop button. He shouldn't have done that. <laughs> hit it more than once. It was just like, how? And then the end of all that. I'm sorry. I don't know what came over me. Um, <laughs> I I just get like that when I see spiders. Don't you think you should have told us that to begin with? That's kind of important information if you're going to turn into a psychopath. <laughs> God's like, we shouldn't let him see any more spiders. <laughs> Good thing he's like And certainly like what happened with uh, Krapika's eyes, the Sasuke comparisons continue. Yeah. Uh, I, prefer the, uh, I prefer to make an Aaron Yeager joke and say Titans are or uh, spiders are a sugar word. <laughs> <laughs> Joshua Knighton writes in... Karapka is spotting knockoff spider tattoos like a boss. I wonder if he could spot fake Rolexes sold on the street. Considering he spotted the tattoos on the gal in that earlier episode, probably. They all could. I want to say maybe not Leorio, but if anything <laughs> knows, it would probably be a fake Rolex. <laughs> well, Leorio's in it for the money and the babes. He'd spot fake jewelry a mile away. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Actually, Gon probably wouldn't notice one. Can say they all look pretty. <laughs> they all look nice. What's the matter? <laughs> <laughs> to which Leorio would have a stern talking to Gon about. <laughs> yeah. Because that's where his priorities lie. And Fabian snuck a tweet out. <laughs> the Hunter Exams really is a way to introduce us to characters and the world. Dude can go primal on a bitch. I feel like there was maybe words missing in there. <laughs> he was probably drunk tweeting. He, he is part of Darrell's uh, staff. <laughs> I was going to say he couldn't get the full tweet out in time before the warden came down. <laughs> <laughs> and another from Joshua Knighton, this responding to Rob Barracuda, who pointed out how bizarre the... Ending sequences to Naruto Shippuden could be. And he says, I don't know what puzzles me more, the Toonami music videos or the Naruto endings. Toonami music. Yeah, it's it's definitely. Toonami music. Yes. Naruto is just hyper sped up cut ending. Toonami music is like, why do we keep going on acid trips? Well, the thing one was like characters at the beach. It was like I think it was mostly girls, but then Gara was there for some man service. <laughs> I mean, if you're gonna pick some man service from Naruto, I guess Gara's not a bad choice. You know who the number one is? Might guy. Oh yeah. <laughs> it would just be him in a speedo. That's all it would be. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, obviously. Obviously. <laughs> eh. Any ninja that goes around in a skin-tight onesie is more than likely only going to wear a Speedo to the pool or the beach. <laughs> he ain't got trunks. Come on. <laughs> and that will do it for the miscellaneous talkbacks. Uh, we're coming up on the end of Samurai Champloo. There's about two episodes left. And all the new news about all the stuff that's coming up for the conventions. Yeah, we'll definitely see what happens, that's for sure. Onward to the news, because we got enough news to have a news segment. Yay!
From Facebook, Twitter, and the official Toonami Tumblr, this is Toonami News, powered by ToonamiFaithful.com. Something that we didn't mention recently, Aniflex has been dubbing more shows. Uh, they put out uh, uh, cast lists and previews for Erased, Charlotte, and The Asterisk War, which is a light novel show, which is action-y enough to be in consideration for Toonami. And that's why we're bringing it up, because... Earlier this year, we were like, whoop, Anaplex don't got anything to put on Toonami. And no, we were wrong. <laughs> well, suddenly Dang. they started dubbing things again, which is great. You knew yeah, it was going to happen, that. though. Kind of didn't, well, because well, let me remind you, they didn't dub Mahoka. They didn't dub the irregular Magic High School, despite its popularity and despite it feasibly being action-y enough. Well, I don't know. It's just I, I always feel that they just pick the titles that they think will do well for, and like I'm sure Irregular could have done well, but you know, I, I never thought that they would they would just completely stop dubbing I, things that would be considered on Toonami. I, I honestly think the reason why they dubbed this one is because people made comparisons to Sword Art Online to this. I believe this was the the series they were talking about. So. It's really nothing like Sword Art Online. I was about to say, but, like, but, I don't, there I don't were people that were doing that then. Right, but th- there was comparisons made, though. I, I, I feel like I heard... Yeah, mostly that... along the lines of, well, this is the latest misogynist bull crap. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> so, yeah, they must be comparing the hate levels. Yeah, they, they, they think that this would be uh, hate-level Sword Art, which I don't think it would actually... Uh, Nah, I don't think so. I've no, seen the first nothing, nothing season, will ever top that. It's all right. It's kind of generic and uninspired, but it's. I like the music. I actually do like the series. I like the music. Uh, there's the music's at least, great. That's probably the best part the, of the show. And it's only the first season that's getting that we know is dubbed like set right now. They're obviously going to be dubbing the second season, but. The way the second season was going, I'm very interested in the series, how the politics work, like the in the world. So there is there is some stuff that goes for it, and they have a really really good villain. Yeah, right. very, very good villain. So it's not it's not a horrible show in the late. I I really enjoyed it. If I had to give it a rating, I'd give it around a B, a solid B. Uh, there's a lot of people that would disagree with you. <laughs> okay. You know, the other but, show that is very, very much like this one that came out around the same time as the first season, Chivalry of a Failed Knight, I think I actually liked it better. I like that one better, too. Oh, okay. Well, we're on the same page. Oh, yeah. No, I'm just saying, like, I don't places. think the Asterisk Wars was horrible. <laughs> it yeah, was fun. I enjoyed it. It was entertaining. I guess. Uh, Anyways. The thing that, that gets me is... If this ends up on Toonami, uh, I'm just kind of bummed because even though they're not arguably action-y enough, both Erased and Charlotte are better shows. Well, I mean, I, I think here's the issue. Um, if it is going to be on there, and how many episodes is the first season? 12. 12. Oh. Second season right. just ended, and it's also 12. Yep. So... They should be able to roll both of those seasons together if 
per chance this starts in mid July. Right. So if it's, it's if it's replacing shampoo. Right. If that's if this is the show that's going to replace shampoo, then you know. Okay, that might make sense, but I think more of the second part of our news makes more sense just because it is 12 episodes and after those 12 episodes we can start right into samurai jack that's a uh, <laughs> definitely so yeah that is a looming possibility for the next show on toonami so anaplex actually has some stuff out there we don't, however, know whether or not any of these shows will end up on Netflix, which seems to be commonly the case with Anaplex shows lately. Well, and, and to take into consideration, too, you know, even though the block has moved up, um, this, you know, when, when Parasite ends, they could still move One Piece and Naruto back again and put something at 130, you know, so... Let's not disc this. Let's not discount that just yet, because no, that's you know. definitely a possibility. I right. think there's a pretty high likelihood that when Parasite ends, they won't replace it with another rerun. They no. may, in fact, replace it with another premiere, because they don't want to premiere shows at three a.m. But they're fine premiering right. shows at two thirty. Right. You're saying move everything, move those two shows back, and then put something at one thirty. Not necessarily. I mean, I don't, I don't see them putting like a premiere show at three o'clock at at uh, two thirty. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, probably not. I think they would at least push One Piece back to two thirty, much to my shock. Right. But yeah, I think that's what's going to end up happening, honestly. But we'll we'll see. We'll see what happens. And if they can get, you know, Asterisk Wars, I I don't I haven't seen the series. I've heard when I said something about it the other day, I I got a lot of people saying, oh, it's shitty. It's ass wars or something and i'm like okay well. oh, on, that's an endearing nickname because there's so <laughs> many butt shots yeah, um, it, it's also it's also like a assassination classroom where it's just like ass class you know yeah so i mean we'll, we'll see i i don't know like I, i'm just saying that's a possibility now i mean i doubt you'd like it paul honestly with your really? taste i honestly don't think you'd yeah like it's it. probably not actiony enough for you Oh, God. You, I, I honestly see you being more bored with do it. You, do you honest. like the romantic aspect of Sword Art Online? Do you like harem yes. anime? I, I, I liked, I liked uh, with Sword Art Online. Obviously, I liked the action part, but I did like the whole story about it. Eh. Which is kind of romance. But maybe, no, I stand corrected. Maybe you will enjoy it then. You, you might. Well, we'll, see. We'll, we'll see if it comes on Toonami. If it doesn't, oh well. But, <laughs> you know, but let's get to the other story. It doesn't, no loss. Let's get to the other news, though, because we got some other big news. We certainly do. So kicking off our Anime Expo-related news, and there's quite a bit of it, uh, we recently heard that at a panel at Anime Expo, they will be premiering the English dub of One Punch Man. Say it, Sketch. One Punch! <laughs> I have a feeling your guy is going to be Saitama, too. Oh, boy, I hope so. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, I, I still can't think of anybody who would be better. Which, But maybe that's just... I don't, I don't know. Once I get an idea in my head, I don't like to change it. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you're very stubborn. Oh, you're one to talk. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. You say Ben Diskin. How about how about Johnny? <laughs> no, Johnny shouldn't be Saitama. He should be uh, Genos, Genos, if anybody. Yeah. 
Yeah. I rather like the idea of Robbie Damon being Genos. Ooh, you. that would be a good cast. Now, now here's the question. Here's the question. Do we think this is going to be the thing that replaces Champloo? You know, even if before that was announced, yeah. I was like, it could be One Punch Man. It could be One Punch Man. Who says it can't be One Punch Man? And now that this is happening, I'm like, come on, guys. <laughs> let's keep in mind that there are other panels at Anime Expo, which... Which includes... Are... Toonami. And so that that adds a little bit to it because Toonami is going to be as as we're recording this podcast, we found out that uh, Toonami is doing a panel at Anime Expo. It's the first one they've done this year, uh, panel wise at a con. So that in itself is very interesting. Um, I mean, it makes sense. It's at the biggest anime convention on the West Coast in the country. Yeah. Okay. In the country. We'll say in the country. No, well, no, 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 it no. is. Otakon is Otakon's up there. Otakon is, is like but anime expo is huge. Okay. Well, and uh, actually, speaking of anime expo, for those of you that are wondering about the Mega Six LR uh, panel that was supposed to go on there, uh, we were kind of waiting for word about that myself. I haven't heard anything about it. We've looked on the schedule. We've tried to see if there's anything going on. Um, as of right now, and unless we're missing something, there is no Megas XLR panel going on. So I don't know what's going on with that. Um, you'll have to ask one of the guy, the creators of uh, Megas XLR. I'm going to try and reach out and see if I can figure out some more information. But as of right now, there is no panel there. So in case anybody was wondering about that, um, that was one of the reasons we were actually possibly going to go to Anime XO this year. Um, now, now that we know that Toonami has a panel there, I really wish we were going this year, but um, it, it didn't happen because you know we didn't know if Mega XLR was actually going to play. So, mm-hmm. um, well, I actually have a panel there, not play, but you know. So hopefully, um, what we do know from the panel, what we do know from Toonami is that they will be, uh, they will record it. It will be up, I believe, on the stream, right? Uh, he I didn't clarify with... that, but he did say it was going to be recorded. Yeah, I, I asked Jason about it, and he said he, he he doesn't know if it'll be live-streamed, but he does know it will be recorded. So my guess would probably be, if it's not being live-streamed, we would probably get it either sometime that same day or the next day after. But more than likely, you're, you're going to have enough people on Twitter posting all the stuff up. It ain't really going to matter. It's probably going to be, I would say it's probably going to be the, the pre-flight for that week. Maybe we'll it's see. It's possible. Maybe, flight usually is at six thirty Eastern. But I was, yeah. I mean, it's it's possible. I mean, they presuming they could get it set up. It might be possible for them to do it as a pre-flight. But I would rather. I, I more likely see it probably being. I'm not recorded. necessarily talking about live. Well, yeah. I mean, I, I would see it being recorded and, and then shown as the. Right. It might end so, up being oh, oh. the next week's pre-flight. Yeah, probably. I would see that more than anything else. But, um, yeah, so a lot of exciting things coming for, out of Anime Expo. Uh, I mean, they're supposed to, they're doing a huge Sword Art Online panel, too. Uh, Bang yes. Zoom in. Right. So, I mean, we might hear something about the, the new Sword Art Online movie. So, hopefully we'll hear something about that. Um, but, uh, yeah, other than that, I mean... FLCL2 panel... Yes. Oh, FLCL. Yes, I forgot about that. Yep. Uh, 
you said Jason was going to be a part of that? Yes. So the FLCL2 panel, you will have the production IG vice president and producer, Maki Terashima, Kazuya Suramaki, the original creator of FLCL, Mayumi Shintani, the voice of Haruko, the Japanese voice of Haruko, and Toonami's own Jason DeMarco. That will be taking place Sunday, July 3rd from 5.15 p.m. to 6.15 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. And Toonami's panel will be July 1st, that's Friday, 7.30 p.m. to 8.30 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Right. A lot of goodies at Anime Expo, making me wish I could go to this. I've been yes. already regretting it before the Toonami news, like uh, with the panels that I was hearing about and some of the musical guests. So I, I really, really wish but this I was just gone. kicking you while you're down. Yeah. <laughs> no, honestly, well, the concert did more. This one's just kind of like I'm in the same position as I was earlier. Uh, well, we'll see. I mean, we're gonna try and see if we can get somebody in place for Anime Expo. It's kind of last minute, so. I don't think we're going to be able to, but uh, I apologize. It can't be me, Paul. I, I, I'm a, I apologize. It can't be me. I would love to go to anime expo. We could have gone together. <laughs> we could have hold hands. Uh, oh, that's so cute. There, there's other reasons that I can't talk about right now that I, that we would go to anime expo, obviously. Um, but hey, at least I'm doing a con next weekend. Yes. Yes, you are. Uh, we could talk about that at the end though. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. Um, so the this silver lining. Was, this leads into our last bit of our news, and it's actually our topic for tonight, and that would be Samurai Jack. Yes, fresh from the Anasi Festival, I think I said that right, we yeah, have some it. important yeah. news regarding Samurai Jack's upcoming season on Adult Swim in Toonami. So, general rundown is it will be ten episodes. They will be connected as sort of a five-hour movie. It will be right. taking place 50 years after the last episode of the series, episode 52. And it will be grittier and more mature, as to be expected, now that it's on Adult Swim. That's standards and practices. <laughs> <laughs> I, that probably means, like, TV 14. But the image that they showed of Jack, grizzled and bloody, certainly implies a higher level of violence. <laughs> could always just be red oil i mean you never oh come know. on there's i know there's also one other thing to add to sketch there's also some footage that's been referenced i know uh what's the website i09 i think it's called dot com oh. adult yeah. put up uh a short uh yeah like storyboard thing or like yeah, that was right. narrated by the creator I, I didn't put it i didn't put it up on our site because i was kind of confused by it but i you know it, it is over there talking <laughs> yeah so i mean you know it, it's nothing special so um i'm sure you can find the link out there but that wasn't actually played at the festival i don't think i know the uh there's a few storyboards which we've retweeted on toonami news um there's also the main image which pictures uh, like multiple pictures right and um you know so i mean we're starting to get a picture of what this samurai jack is going to be um samurai jack also gave us 500 new followers including 200 in the next couple days after and it also gave us the most retweeted and liked tweet that we've ever had since we started the page 
So I would say that Samurai Jack is going to probably be a ratings getter. I would say that. One can only hope. <laughs> it's certainly something that could lead the block. Oh, yeah. definitely. Oh, absolutely. I mean, regardless of how well they think it will do, it's still an original series. So if they don't give don't... it top billing, that would be unusual. Not only that, people who don't even watch cartoons who I work with are like, oh my god, Samurai Jack's coming back. Exactly. I was like, yeah. so as good of a crossover audience as Dragon Ball Z has with Family Guy, which you wouldn't think would be that good, yeah. <laughs> Samurai Jack has a crossover potential that's far greater. I, I'm more surprised about the five-hour movie thing, because that almost would lead me to believe I could see them doing all of December like that. Yeah, I, I think I think if they got through the ten episodes and it was around Christmas time, they oh, would probably a marathon. Them. Come on, it's gonna happen. Probably. Yeah. So I would, I, go ahead. I honestly almost see them just doing it as a December one hour starting thing. They just have as two episodes at the front of the block every week because we do actually have five weeks in December. No, they wouldn't do that no. in December. That would be waste. December is a terrible, terrible month for ratings. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, if it's a jack, they could always try. I just, I just wouldn't see the point of doing the the ten episodes over the week because it, it, if it's supposed to be a five hour movie, it'd make better sense to try and collect them as much as you could. Mm, I mean, I'm sure that they will do things like encore the episode and then later play them all together. I don't think they'll do hour blocks other than probably a premiere or a finale they might do an hour block that's what Corey was thinking that they would potentially do an hour finale or an hour premiere but as far as running all of them in hour blocks i don't think so because that's uh it's not good use actually <laughs> they have well, 10 episodes somewhere. they want to get at well, least nine weeks out of that well it depends on whether or not they have a uh, perpetual rides so, which I um, assume they, oh, they totally rights. have perpetual rights. They're going to play it more so. than once unless it tanks. But yeah. I, I highly doubt it will run because this yeah. is this. By the way, this is the end. This is the end of Samurai Jack. So this is forever. This is supposed to finish off the series. You know, Candy right. always wanted to do a big finale, and this is his opportunity to do I, it. I still want to know who the VA Faraku is going to be. That's my only well, thing. Well, you know, the, the other thing, interesting thing here is, too, that if we – I don't know any, if anybody out here that's listening to the podcast right now has um, read the comic book series of Samurai Jack, but that actually continued from where the, the series left off. Uh, what was that, season four? Yeah. So <sighs> this is, this is going to be actually after the last comic book of that – uh, series of comic books. So yeah, it, I so if we take all of that into consideration, we take all of that together. You know, this is going to be a pretty good. This is probably going to be a pretty good. You know, end to the series. I'm kind of. I'm. I'm really hoping that maybe what ends up happening, honestly, and this is just this is just what I would like to see. Somehow, Jack is able to kill Aku, but do it before he changes the whole timeline. And he becomes, I would say, what, what was it, Emperor? His father was Emperor, right? Yeah, yeah. his father was yeah. Emperor. 
yeah, so he becomes emperor, and then you know that's how this how it ends. Like he's able to change the timeline, and it returns to normal. I'm kind of hoping that's what it is, like that kind of ending to it. Uh, in between the first episode and then, I just want fucking killing. <laughs> I just want I just want massive blood everywhere. I want blood on the walls. I want blood all over Aku. I, I don't care. I just want blood everywhere. You're a violent person. <laughs> I am a very violent person. Yeah. That's why I like my anime violence. Just, just for the sake of the point, for those of you who haven't read the comics, you can get them on Comicsology. Well, I, I'm saying, you know, what, what I'm saying is, is, and you should, because they're very good. So it, it'll be interesting to see how this whole series ends up, because we can consider this. I mean, should we say this is Samurai Jack, the final act? <laughs> or should we say no. like, season five of Samurai Jack? Season, season five. It, it, it'll be season five in a series finale. So That's literally what it's going to be. And Wait, did you think season four was the comic? Because there no, were no, no, four no, no, seasons. No, 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 no. I, I knew that it was four seasons. Oh, okay. Did, just... Depending on, on how one views it, one, one, one can almost see the comics of season five, and you'd see this right. Yeah, Six. we don't have any idea if that will be considered canon to right. this final season, but there's probably no reason why it can't be, and it's not like Gant wasn't aware of that comic. Right. This is why I want to get him as a guest. Well, you know, it, it's interesting because, and I hate to bring this into it, but obviously if we're talking about Gendy, if we're talking about Samurai Jack, I'm going to bring the, this other show in. You know, it's going to be interesting to see... <laughs> yes. It's going to be interesting to see if he's going to be able to finagle that because as far as we know, that got written off. Yeah. You're looking, you're, you're probably looking at more toward a Megas XLR situation. Well, possible, but insanely annoying to do. But I, that's, see, that's the thing. Like, I don't know. See, here, here's the thing. What happened? It's kind of like uh, what happened with Sam, well, not Samurai Check, well, uh, SWAT Cats, where they had the option to actually do another series. Um, I'm kind of wondering if Gendy actually had that. Maybe because Because, it was co-produced by his studio. Right. And, and here's the other thing too, about that is he was, somebody had asked him, I want to say a year or two ago, and it's been asked a couple times and he's like, yeah, I would love to end that series. So, I mean, I'm not saying that symbiotic Titan would happen and it would, come back you know we would get another season of it but you know this definitely you know this doing well you know we could see a symbiotic titan ending coming you know if if he has the ability to bring that back in the contract that he had we can only hope and then that's it that's it you know it's the same thing that kind of happened with uh igpx you know we don't know somewhere in there there was some kind of you know, clause that allowed them to bring it back somehow. So, you know, anything's possible. We know MegasXLR can't come back, unfortunately, but we don't know that about Symbionic Titan. And I'm kind of hoping that maybe he does, he is able to bring that back, because I would love more American action cartoons on the block, because it, it really does need it. Indeed. Oh, you know, you know. Wait a minute. I I, I hate to veer veer away, but since I have it in my mind, we also forgot to talk about that. Uh, Cannon Busters is going to be. We we think something's going to be announced about Cannon Busters too. Oh, an anime um, expo. Yeah, because um uh, hmm. 
what, what's his name's going to be going? He's going to have his own panel, I think. LaShawn's going to have his own panel? Yeah. Yeah. Huh, cool. So I, 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 if that's the case, then I'm, I'm guessing that we may get some kind of news about Cannon Busters. I'm really, really, really hoping that next year we get that on the block. Uh, I think it would be – it wouldn't be this year unless it was like really towards the end that it would happen. But there again, we're coming up to the end of their budget. So I don't know if that would happen. But uh, presumably if, if, if they do pick up something like Cannon Busters, you know, that would be something that would be interesting to see if that, you know, gets its own budget for, first of all, like Samurai Jack and FLCL. And also if it, you know, does play on Toonami starting next year. Because really, I mean, it's gauged for 15 and up. Uh, that's Adult Swim's audience. So, I don't know. I just wanted to put that out there. I forgot to talk about that. There's another thing I'll talk about, but I'll talk about that before we leave. So, uh-huh. so yes, very exciting news for Samurai Jack. And as far as when it will start playing, Gendy has only said soon. But we know it's supposed to be sometime this year. Yeah. And I think we're all generally thinking probably a fall, maybe even right. late fall. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that, that's why we were kind of saying, like, it would be perfect to have One Punch Man start in July. And then it would, I think that would come out around... Maybe three months. It ends so, in about yeah. October. It, yeah. it, basically, what you have to figure is, is, is with Jack being a 10-episode series, presuming they're shooting for the fall, you would have to be looking at a 12 to 15-episode series right. to replace Champloo, which is pretty mm-hmm. much what I pegged it to be. I was figuring Jack would have been 13 episodes to make it a round season like the other ones were, but that part surprised me so you you're probably figuring it's going to be about a 12 there are 13 to 15 episode series right so yeah. maybe in order OBA to get samurai you. jack on before the end of the year but we should consider the possibility that they could put on samurai jack whenever they want right that's true. they and could that's just that's push things back the, and that's well, the other thing the, one thing with them, what Laszlo wanted to air with Rick and Morty still held true, but well, well, and well, I, I think it's also important to note that you know we're not saying that it it couldn't be the show that's replacing Shampoo either. We don't think it's going to be that soon because you know uh, animation takes think, a while, right? And and we would think that they would have been at that festival. There would have been like some kind of video footage, but you know, presumably it could. There's a slim chance, but. You know, there's always a chance that it can eventually. You know? I'm going to figure after Labor Day. Yeah. I'm thinking I'm thinking October is when it's going to play. And then I think, like we were talking about, Colt, I think having a marathon on Christmas Day would be, I think that would be the great. I also think, you know, they still have the rights to the original Samurai Jack. I, I think, you know, they could also presumably do like, a couple if they wanted to um they could do well actually they could do that this uh fourth of july weekend coming up <laughs> they could run like a samurai jack marathon if they wanted to of the best mm, show be the best episodes they like there is that possibility it's right. i depending on what they already have locked up i mean you're figuring uh, what is it gundam was 26 25 so that'll be toward the end of the year. We'll have a twelve to thirteen or the thirteen to fifteen episode coming up after Shampoo. Jack will probably. Well, we be assume that. Yeah. Well, it yeah, could again, be, it could be a show that lasts till the end of the year. Yeah, 
Yeah, well, sorry. I'm sorry. I just you, you, I I don't want to make a like confirmation of something we don't know about yet. Yeah, sorry, right, right, right. it's all speculation. Well, just, well, here's another question. Completely up in the air. There's here's, lots of ways that they can make it work. Like with Samurai another, Jack, they're not gonna necessarily wait for a show to end. Well, here here's another question though. Where where are we at DBZ Kai wise though? Uh, DBZ Kai will last until, depending on how many weeks off they take they should finish dbz kai in december okay so they'll probably end up stretching that till the very end of december right so so that's the thing like we you know we have to look at that too and say are we getting Ooh, that's something we might get some news about (laughs) oh yeah yeah. Boo! Because we're probably gonna get boo. It's most likely we're gonna get boo. Why wouldn't we? I don't know. Are you booing? No, you get the joke I made. <laughs> Colt well, is booing the boo. Well, I mean, I, I'm sure. I, that, I prefer yeah. cell over boo, but that's a personal preference. Oh, you know, I, I, I think a lot of people do. Cell over boo. Cell's like charismatic. Cell's <laughs> charismatic. I like him. So we'll see what happens with that too, but um. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't really... Shit gonna happen. We don't know when it's gonna happen, yeah. but stuff gonna happen. Yeah. I mean... And for all we know, like, we knew... They were saying, like, Jack's gonna happen in 2016. That could be the very last weekend and be like, hey, we were still technically started in 2016. Yeah, even if they say something's gonna happen in 2016, things get delayed all the time. Exactly. Yeah. You know, it's not a, it's not the worst thing in the world either, because we know it's coming. Yeah. Right. It's coming. I will... It's gonna be pretty dang epic. <laughs> Although, you, Sketch, with the response that I saw on Twitter about the new Jack stuff when it first happened, there were hot takes galore. Oh, my I God. Have, I have never seen so many so many news outlets, like, take our stuff. Like, I, I've, I've never seen that. Like, I... I at its finest. I, I've seen, like, I, I have seen some news organizations take our stuff, and now they actually follow us for information and news. But this was like uh, stuff out of the the woodwork. I can't remember like what one it was, but there was a couple there that I'm like sitting there going, "Hmm, okay, how are you? <laughs> thank you for the six thousand retweets, but thank you." So, <laughs> you know, um, I just I, I was just surprised how many people could draw conclusions over one picture. You know, <laughs> seriously, it's just like that's why. Like, I mean, I'm excited just because. I want to see it. To, I want to see it end the way that it was intended to, at least how it's being oh, built. Everybody does. But yeah, it's yeah. like I have no like. Oh, this is going to be the greatest thing ever, or oh, this is really going to suck. Like some that I saw on social media, where it's just like. And there's a lot of people who are like, oh, they're going to try and make it too edgy. Yeah, it's just like it's just a it's just a picture, and even if it is edgy, yeah. wh- whatever. It's not like this was it's someone else taking. Him. But it's it's like right. this is what the original creators wanted. It, yeah. It's not like they wouldn't have done it if. <laughs> If it wasn't like, like look, the original creator is involved in this project. It's exactly what he wants to do. He's not like supervising and like half assed about it either. He's legit doing stuff for it. Yeah. So I'm reserving judgment until like we finally like see it. I mean, I'm excited. It may not be the greatest, you know. But I'm excited regardless because I remember Samurai Jack when I was younger. I really liked that show when I was younger and still do now. And I'm, I, I'd like to see it get a conclusion. That that's kind of why. I, I that's probably why I'm more happy. Just it's going to get a conclusion, so not if it's going to be a good one or a bad one. But this still. is the end. 
I have mixed feelings on that because part of me is really glad that they're doing the end. And part of me is like, ah, oh, I guess they don't really want to do much more. Well, I mean, maybe if this does well, they can be like, they can do series in between the 50 year time gap. Yeah, feasibly uh... do that. And I wouldn't, I wouldn't put it past them, but I, they don't have I, to. So they probably, no, no, I, I I'm not saying they have to either, but I mean, it's an option if it does well enough where they say, obviously want more. Paul over here is much more interested in them just going on to symbiotic Titan and finishing up that. <laughs> well, no, 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 wait, 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 wait. So let, let's, let's analyze this just for a second here. Okay. Samurai Jack's going to be 10 episodes. Um, Fully Cooley is going to be two seasons, six episodes each, right? Mm. Am I right about that? Yeah. So if you, if you see what's going on here, we're looking at series that are going to get 10 to 12 episodes if Toonami invests money into them. So it looks like that's the equation they're going to go with if they do something like this in the future. So what I'm saying to you is... Pretty standard, really. Right, and I, and I don't think this is, like, a bad thing. I, I Would I have wanted more episodes? Fuck yes. <laughs> I mean, I think everybody would want to have more episodes. And maybe they shouldn't end it right here, because look at how much traffic that is getting. But, you know, I, if Gendy said, hey, look, I just want to do ten episodes, finish it outright, and do, it, do this series the way it should have been done, I'm fine with that. I'm completely fine with that. I'm fine with that, too. So it's just kind kind of disappointing because I think I was expecting more, right? And I was I was and, honestly expecting that we we'll probably get two seasons, about ten maybe thirteen episodes each, and that that would be it. But since they're just doing ten episodes, all right, that's I, yeah, that's fine. I mean, it's better that they do that on the slight possibility that it doesn't pan out. <laughs> right. Well, and, and, you know, I, I hate to make this uh, comparison, but it's better to do it this way than to do 26 episodes of a series and then end it with an episode where there should be more episodes and then people going, where the hell are the rest of the episodes? And then end the series on that. I mean, that's sort of how it went with Samurai Jack initially. <laughs> Well, that's how it went with Thundercats, and I was not very happy about that. But still, no, you were not. I was not very happy about that, and I and honestly, like I, I mean, if we're gonna talk about any series that should get should get finished off, it should be Thundercats. I did. I think it deserves to at least get finished. I'm not saying make 24 episodes. I'm saying make 12 and finish off. Have them find the other jewel. Have a main huge battle, and then finish it off. You know, I think I think that new series deserved it. Um, so uh, gonna have to wrangle Warner Brothers in on that one. Well, hey, I mean, as far as we know, the rights never got written off. At least, I mean, because that was a Warner Brothers series, so we'll see. I don't know. I so mean, here's we'll... the thing: a lot hinges on Samurai Jack doing well. If yes. Samurai Jack does well, it could definitely open up possibilities for more original action series being made for Toonami. If Samurai Jack doesn't do well, things are going to be a bit more slow going in that department. Yeah. So I think I think support that's be- it with all that you have. <laughs> Tell everybody, get everybody to watch it, <laughs> please. So I, I think we've kind of 
said everything we're going to say on that. Mm-hmm. So unless any of you gentlemen have anything else to say. Nope. No, I think um, that that'll do it. So uh, we're, we're all very excited and looking forward to Samurai Jack whenever it starts. Yep. And um, uh, very excited to hear what Toonami has coming down the pipe. And we should be hearing about it at Anime Expo. Hopefully. I'll be listening to Samurai Jack's open after the podcast. <laughs> and um, That's a classic. I don't know if you mentioned this on the last podcast sketch, but I wanted to mention really briefly. There's a series out there that Toonami started with when it started back in 1997. That is now on Netflix. I'm sure you gentlemen know what I'm talking about. That would Rave be- Master? Fuck you. Um, <laughs> that, would be- that has never been on Netflix and probably that- never will be. But that, series, is. Yeah. that series is uh, Voltron, uh, Legendary Defenders. Um, if you guys haven't read my review, it's up on geekyinc.com. Please go read it. Uh, I gave the series a 9 out of 10. Uh, I thought this – the quote – you can directly quote me on this, and I will, I will say this until something else replaces it. And I, I honestly don't think that anything else is going to replace it anytime soon. But – this is what this is when back in the day when you saw an American action cartoon. This is exactly this is the modern version of an American action cartoon, and this is the type of show. Had it been a little bit more adult, that I would love to see on Toonami. However, it is on Netflix. Netflix, I will admit, did a very good job. So did DreamWorks Animation. They did a wonderful job animating this show. Um, I well, am done by Studio Mir in Korea, right? And and I'm very I'm very happy with the results of it. So, um, and I and I hate how people like are like hating on the last episode. I'm like, but it's only season one, and they're trying so to what? make there's a cliffhanger. Yeah, what's to come back? <laughs> I didn't take any points off for that. I thought that was like I think IGN took points off for that. I was like, it's kind no. of an intriguing way to end the season, honestly. Right. Right, and so I, I think that this series is going to turn out to be very good. If they continue doing what they did with season one, I think it's going to be successful, and it could have at least at least it's going to get another season. I could see that happening. Um, it should, in my opinion, if they do it right, it could get about four to five seasons, and that's where I think it should oh. be. Oh. Yes. That's I don't know if they're going to try to play such a long game with a Netflix show, but maybe. I, th- I think it deserves it. I mean, I honestly think this would be a good show to do that with. And I'm going to one-up this one more time, too. Warner Brothers Animation went after SWAT Cats Revolution, but couldn't couldn't do it because of Cartoon Network and uh, Boomerang. I think that DreamWorks Animation should be the ones to animate SWAT Cats Revolution. I think it would turn out a lot better if they're the ones that animate Oh, Studio Mirror animated SWAT cats. <laughs> yeah, I, I am. I am like completely on board with that. I will. I don't even care if it goes on Netflix. As long as DreamWorks does it, I am on board 100%. I will throw money at it if I have to for on a page on a Kickstarter, Patreon, whatever. Okay, I will throw $100 at it. I will say that publicly right now. Even though I don't have a hundred dollars, and that will make me in debt, but whatever. <laughs> the really but interesting I, I'm, thing about this Voltron show is all the other uh, DreamWorks Netflix shows have either been CGI or really basic flash animation. Well, 
and, and see, that's the thing. Like in my review, I put in, and a, and a sketch you would probably remember this, because uh, we're the same age, obviously. Uh, Voltron, the Beast Wars kind of animation. Uh, it was Ugh, the CG that elf one. Oh, I, hate it. I mean, the series wasn't bad, but I hated like how they were like stealth Voltron. I was like, eh, all right, whatever. But um, so didn't I mean, budget to show the robot every episode. <laughs> right, and then um, and then like the one that they did on Nicktoons, I actually thought that was a good series. I didn't think that there was any really problems with it. I think Nicktoons mishandled it, but. Other than that, I mean, they could have they could have continued that. I guess the ratings weren't that good, but yeah. you know, hey, with an intro like that, how could you go wrong with that Voltron series? I love that intro. I'm sorry, and I, and I I was always interested about I was I was always interested in how they took the lines like the the, the black line was the one that was the one that they all formed to, and then what they did is they actually switched it up so now every lion could be the main lion. And then there was like a different weapon or a different, you know, power or something. I thought that was pretty cool too. But, you know, this series, this series that they just did, you know, this is probably the Voltron that they should have done back in the eighties. Honestly. Yeah. Um, I mean, they, (laughs) they would have had a hard time doing such a nicely animated show in the eighties. <laughs> well, if you remember, and we'll be could have done it in the '90s. I mean, this this yeah. isn't necessarily that much better than a DC series well, of the at, '90s. Look at but, how long it took to get to this point, though. Sketch, like, holy shit! I, <laughs> I mean, and here's the look, other thing: we haven't seen a show that looks this good since, well, Korra, and also yeah. Young Justice. We haven't yeah. seen a show that looked that good since those shows ended, and. That that's actually been a while now, right. so great to see that again because yeah. all the American cartoons right now, granted most of them aren't even action oriented, are all kind of flat and right. not not really well animated. I mean, certainly there's stuff like Steven Universe, which is simple but looks really nice, but uh, and Gravity Falls and the like, but a lot of those shows are really they seem low budget. They don't look very good and they're limited in animation. Now this show is nicely, smoothly animated. It, it can be stilted at times, but it's, right. it really does look really great. So if you have been hungering for some action animation that looks nice, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> right. And you know, if you guys haven't seen it, go up on Netflix. Now it's available. Go watch it. I highly suggest this show. It's very good. And, you know, even though, which is the reason I took a point off, because I, I kind of thought, I, I started at 10, 10 out of 10, honestly. But, you know, because of, you know, Allison and Sketch both pointed out that, you know, the kind of, some of the jokes were kind of forced. Yeah, there is like, definitely too many juvenile jokes in there, which right. I suppose is the trade-off for otherwise quality writing. <laughs> Right. And, and, and uh, you know, it doesn't it doesn't necessarily take away from the series, but I saw what they were talking about. So I, I took a point off because of that. So but it's it's a really good series and you guys need to check it out seriously. So but uh, yeah, let's get let's get the hell out of here. <laughs> Agreed. So let's do the house cleaning. 
you can email us, podcast at tsunamifaithful.com. Again, if there's anything podcast-related, this is the email you want to use. Do not do contact us at tsunamifaithful.com because we won't respond to it there. Okay? Uh, send us your talk back. Please do send us more talk back. We want to read more talk back that you guys have on Twitter, on Facebook, but you need to put it out there so we can see it. You can either tweet us or even leave a comment on Facebook, or you can tweet us using the hashtag Toonami Talkback. Um, and just leave us for whatever show, for Gundam, for Hunter Hunter, whatever you want to leave for. And we'll read it if we see it. We're not going to get all of them, but we'll try to. If so, it's good. If it's good. If it so can, we want things that are either insightful, you know, meaningful, not just fluff, or something that's funny. Because you can't go wrong with funny. Exactly. Uh, so that's the email. Again, it's podcast at tsunamifaithful.com. Rate and review the podcast on iTunes and Stitcher. You can like us on Facebook. It's facebook.com slash podcast. You can follow us on Twitter. It's at Toonami Podcast. And you can tumble with us on Tumblr. It's toonamifaithfulofficial.tumblr.com. Uh, we're also on SoundCloud. It's soundcloud.com slash podcast. That's where you can like the podcast. You can comment on the podcast. You can do all of that good stuff there. Also, you can download it there. So please do that. Um, and we're over 400 followers, which is good. Uh, we want to keep that going. So please, if you can, uh, get people to follow us there, to uh, like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter. Uh, just by doing that helps us out. So if you can do that, that would be appreciated. And uh, you can also listen to all of our previous episodes. It's podcast.tsunamifaithful.com. And, of course, we have our Patreon. A couple people have donated. I wanted to say thank you to Corey and uh, Derek. I don't know if I said anything about Derek, but Derek's kind of our top Patreon follower right now. So thank you to him as well. But, uh, yeah, if you guys want to donate and help us out, it's uh, patreon.com slash podcast. So uh, let's get on out of here. Uh, let's start with you, Colt. Where can they find you? Like usual, on Twitter at, at AmbienVirus. Um, I can never get money. I might do other things. But until <laughs> then, it's only on Twitter because I am a broke bastard. Okay, then. CJ, where can they find you? You can find me on Twitter uh, at CJ Maffris, S-E-A-J-A-Y-M-A-F-F-R-I-S. Uh, a little update on the reboot articles. There will only be three now due to the... Uh, project that took a lot longer than it needed to be probably so there will only be three reboots instead of four for the month which kind of is downer but no no big deal with that and you can also email me at cjmaffers at tunamifaithful.com i know you have an email <laughs> by the I way know, i gotta remember to keep uh telling people that i have one <laughs> by the way there's a couple of uh cj's written one review so far i think no, there's a couple. Well, there's a couple other reviews, but recently he wrote one for what was it? Um, Garo. Garo. That's up on geekyink.com. I don't know if I mentioned that before, but if you guys want to see, like, read some of our anime reviews, that's where they're going to be. It's g e e k e i n c dot com. That's where you want to see all that. So and read all that, I should say. So, uh, Sketchworth, can they find you? You can find me on Twitter at sketch nineteen eighty four. On Tumblr, sketch1984.tumblr.com. You can ask me questions at ask.fm backslash sketch1984. If you have any comments or suggestions for the podcast, you can email those to sketch at tunamifaithful.com or podcast at tunamifaithful.com. And Paul, where can they find you? 
Well, you can find me on Twitter at Paul Pascrillo. You can also find me on Instagram. It's Instagram.com slash Paul Pascrillo. And, of course, you can ask me questions. It's ask.fm slash Paul Pascrillo. So, uh, yeah, that's where you can hit me up. So that is it for this week's Tsunami Faithful Podcast. Thank you guys so much for listening each and every week. And, again, just a simple retweet or sharing the show helps us out if you can't donate. And we were sure – like for you guys to do that so please do if you can share it with your friends and uh yeah that'll just help us as much as donating so thank you guys again for listening to tsunami faithful podcast this week but that's it peace we're out deuces cj put down drills with special juice i like the juice <laughs> i bet you do